The lights have been on for maybe five minutes, and Lester King's apartment is already boiling. Lee Tiller's sweating in her Ellie Saab evening dress and wishing she had just bailed on this whole thing. She heads to the upstairs bathroom, where Marie from Senegal has all her makeup set up. On the stairs, she passes someone in a ratty monkey costume, the kind you see on people waving signs on corners, the kind you see on public access kitty shows. Lee says, nice suit. The monkey doesn't reply. When she gets to the makeup room, Marie seems stressed. Have a seat. Her African patois is as thick as butter. Lee has to repeat the sounds of it in her head several times to make sure she's got the meaning. Lee sits and Marie loads up the mascara. Lee complains. Like a raccoon? Hank wants it super thick. Lee pulls out her iPod and settles into the makeup chair. She's zoned out on something Bollywood when Marie nudges her. Huh? I said, I saw that interview with Larry King you did with your dad two weeks ago. Really interesting. He seems like quite the character. You guys close? No, not at all. Lee is so sick of talking about her dad. She wonders if there is a full moon out or maybe a comet passing close to the earth. Something, anything to explain why lately everyone is talking about her dad. Marie frowns. That's a shame. Lee shrugs. She doesn't say anything. But the fact is, she's broken up over her dad. That their fucked up relationship is eating a hole in her stomach. That the physical pain of it was so bad she saw a gastroenterologist and got scoped. And even though the doc suggested it might be emotional, he underscored that stress can wreck a gut just the same as too much digestive acid can. Therapy hasn't helped either. Like any good heiress, Lee has been in therapy since she was old enough to remember her dreams. At eight, the psychoanalysis centered on her mother. When Lee was 12 and mom had been in the ground for two months, it was all about grieving. In high school, it was about boys and friends and the fact that Lee was sure she should be depressed, but wasn't. That was really concerning. At 20, it was panic disorders and Xanax. At 22, it was her ex, Lane, and biofeedback. 23 was a mix of dad, mom's death, and Lane, and a lot of ex. And now, at 26, it's just dad. Dad, dad, and more dad. Dad not appreciating her, dad not noticing her, dad not loving her. When anyone asks her about Kip Tiller, Lee always replies the same. He's the world's biggest prick. Lee didn't invent that either. Her dad gets all sorts of hate mail and a good two out of ten times it's addressed to the world's biggest prick. Lee suspects most of this mail comes from her aunt, but she's never actually read any of the letters. Marie says, you're done. The scene they're setting up, Lee knows is going to be a nightmare. This is her favorite part in Marissi's original. The way it plays out in the 1970 version is Joe D'Alessandro goes to this LSD freak's pad and has a really fucked experience. Then the LSD freak was Andrea Feldman, and she was bonkers in front of the camera. It was Feldman's shtick, her self-expression, both heartbreakingly brilliant and bizarre. She called her spiel 
showtime, and Feldman would commandeer tables at Max's Kansas City and dance on top of them while whipping her top off. Just straight up craziness. Blame amphetamines. Feldman jumped off the 14th floor of her apartment building in 1972. She died holding a rosary in one hand and a Coke can in the other. This movie, Hank's remake, the LSD character is played by someone who goes by the name Lou. No last name, just Lou. She's short and has a shaved head and smells like ozone. Lou's been hanging out in Lester's kitchen the whole night eating fried chicken skin and talking to the director of photography, Surgeon Uring, fresh from Yugoslavia, about tantric sex. Lou has this skinny, bald, Yugoslavian cornered, and she spent the whole evening prepping for her performance by doing squats and going on and on about tantric sex. 